Hello, welcome to Marcel's Medieval Magic, the podcast that has me, Marcel Losada, reading through and commenting on medieval texts with my friends who have not heard or read these texts because they all have lives. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes, and I urge you to come visit my website, marcelspodcast.com. Still a work in progress, but I'm going to be housing some cool stuff there. Uh, I did say by the end of the year that did not happen for reasons I'll explain in a little bit. Once again, come find us, marcelspodcast.com, or continue listening to us on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, I have been on a bit of a break here because life has gotten incredibly busy for me, as it tends to do in everybody's life, I'm hoping. Uh, so I'm sorry I haven't recorded any content lately. Personally, I moved away from teaching and into the evil shadow realm of administration. So I've crossed over uh, to an assistant principal, what we call an ass prince in the business, since I'm now in charge of all things that are ass and whom no one wants to deal with. So sorry again, um, but as I transitioned, uh, currently I have a much better grasp on my schedule responsibilities, other things that you don't care about. But what it means is I can now give you more content. So one other big change to this podcast is that my brother over here, Jan, say hi, Jan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, you can't you can't answer this as a podcast. I mean, you could answer. I'm just not going to I'm not going to hear it, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hope there's people saying hi, Jan, in their cars, <laughs> in their homes, at their yeah. jobs. Yeah. At the laundromat, wherever. wherever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be a, a co-host now. So technically, I got to rewrite the name to this to Marcel's Medieval Magic with Jan Michael. Yeah. Right. So we'll do that. Or the Janimal, which is my favorite name for you. Sure. Uh, the, the best one I've picked up so far. So far. Uh-huh. Yeah. Future's looking bright, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, super excited to have him regularly appear on the show. It'll definitely help me out also with scheduling and making sure that we can provide content on a more regular uh, basis. It's hard for me to schedule uh, a guest, especially with people, you know, having lives and nobody's getting paid for this. So, you know, it is all volunteer stuff. We're not making that big Spotify money. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're, we'll get there. Absolutely. Yeah. We're coming after you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're not going to delve into any Joe Rogan talk because that's a no, whole can I'm of worms. Fine. How about uh, yikes a Roni? How about we just, uh, you know what I'm going to do? Stay in my lane when it comes to that business. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, now we're, we're, we're zooming. So if there is any sound, um, you know, uh, issues, go ahead and feel free to reach out to me and let me know. And we'll try to work on that. But uh, if it does sound odd, uh, that may be one of the reasons, but it's what's going to help to get this content made. And hey, it's a pandemic. I feel like Zooming is is a norm now. Yeah, Jim? 100%. Yeah. Cool. I mean, more than it ever was. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. And I hear you're in Florida. That, that true, my friend? I, I uh, was attending the Pivot Miami uh, festival event. Yeah, as... Uh, a uh, 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 hologram engineer. So yeah, that, that's pretty, pretty cool and futuristic. So yeah, um, uh, Miami's nice. The weather's eh. right. But I mean, I would uh, continue to uh, go into the finer uh, uh, points of uh, uh, South Floridian weather. But I think there's some medieval magic we need to get into. Um, uh, I, think, uh, I agree. So this episode is Ewain and Gowan, part four. The story and continues. 
my God, what a journey it's been. Um, <laughs> it's been a ride. Yeah. So let's recap that ride because uh, at this God, point, please. Yes, please, pretty please. sure we're going to need some stuff. So I'm going to keep it in somewhat uh, loose strokes. Uh, so, or broad strokes, rather. Here we go. Um, we're in Cardiff in Wales. It's with Sunday. Queen over here is Knights telling a story. There is a guy That's named right. your, your, your favorite name here, Cole Gravance. If you remember him. <laughs> yeah, just rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> I actually really like his character. I just uh, uh bad branding, you know. Yeah. He talks about a quest that he underwent like six years before, and uh he found some cool castle and uh a horrible looking but friendly giant beast master guy who tells him about this marvels. There's all sorts of marvels. Um sure. we'll have actually fewer marvels as we move on in this chapter, but there are a couple. It works well, no, its way in. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So uh, he finds a stone <clears throat> that's under the fairest tree in the country that has a basin, which is made of gold, has a chain that goes into a well, and there's a uh, chapter right. close by. Remember all that mm-hmm. stuff? Makes a storm like a, and stuff. Yeah, there's like a, a set of things you have to do, and then it summons a storm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so uh, when it summons that storm, there's uh, the knight who comes out, whom we name Stormy K, right? So stormy night here uh, beats the shit out of Culver Grants and Culver Grants takes the stuff and goes back home and is telling the story. Uh, that's the one that the queen overhears, right? So uh, then uh, we find that Ewain uh, uh, and Gowan kind of say, hey, well, whatever happened to there, right? Like what, what happened to that night who beat you up? And Culver Grants is like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ago. let bygones be bygones. Uh, that was so long ago. Oh, no, that is not the nightly way. So immediately there's much boasting and uh, they go. Ewain finds himself trying to avenge uh, our beat up buddy, Cole Gravance. Arthur comes out and hears about this and he's like, what, what? People must go into combat, which, of course, you know, he sends his people. Um, He offers to fight. But of course, the other knights are ashamed by this. So they all speak up. Right. Um, Let's see. Ewain rides out. Goes through the forest of doom, finds the churl of Cain, who is that uh, uh, ogre. Remember, they kind of gave yeah, him a yeah, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, motherfucker. Uh, uh, yeah, super villain. Um, right. Uh, yeah. Ferris tree, chapel, well and chain, Lee's barrel with ladle. Wayne splashes, water basin, calls the storm. Night comes, he's angry. Wayne and Knight engage in combat. This time it's a pretty epic fight. Both knights seem fairly matched. Wayne gets upper hand, cleaves the dark knight, who we find out is named uh, Salados. Which I think you like that one a lot better than Cold Gravance, (laughs) which might have been like Cold Gravante, which is not better. (laughs) (laughs) Not much. No. uh, What would Salados be? Would that? I would just add a little more uh, Salados, Salados, maybe. Um, Yeah, that's a cool name. That's a name you could scream, right? Yeah, it's the ruse. This one's kind of French, so it'd probably be Salado. Yeah, which is still Salado. That's cool, man. I don't know. I picture him like a Count Dooku character. You know, he's got like like a sabery thing. And I don't know. Um, So uh, Ewain bashes Salados in the uh, in the the head. Yeah, the brain bucket. And uh, it's so bad. It like cracks it in. He runs back and he goes into the castle and essentially dies. Um, Ewain gets trapped in this castle gate in the process. 
right? And if you remember, his horse gets cut in half and yep, he's like right trapped there. there. And then yep. there's a lovely maiden who comes and rescues him. Her, her name's uh, Lunette. She gives him an invisible ring. He stays on uh, the bed. And then like time and space is just fucking nuts in this thing. It's impossible to tell where anybody is or where anything is. So um, he's like listening to the funeral that's happening outside or something. And then he sees through a hole in the wall at one point, uh, this lovely lady, right? Yeah. yeah. Salados's widow. Right. And so um, they get married. Right. Uh, and so or, no, they don't get married yet. No, there's a bunch of bullshit that has to happen first. Hold on. Uh, Salados widow decides that she needs a night to help defend her land because Arthur's coming and she doesn't have anybody anymore because he went and killed Salados. Right. So um, uh, he says, you know what? Well, we can work out some deal. I'll help you out, you know, and I am so in love with you and you're the fairest creature and you're amazing, which is weird because he literally just killed her husband. So, yeah, um, sure. And she, uh, she's gotten over it pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. anyway, so she <laughs> does that. Arthur and his knights do come through. And then um, Sir Kay, who I'll talk, right, says he's going to uh, beat him up. They do the whole thing with the Waterstone Chapel jazz. Uh, and then um, Wayne rides out because now he's Stormy Knight. Right. Yeah. And that's his job, apparently. I don't know. Yeah, so. It's kind of like being trapped in like, a, you know, uh, 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 being like a, some sort of a, a mystical creature trapped in a tree. You have to find like a replacement <laughs> to your <laughs> imprisonment. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's definitely some, uh, you know, uh, carnival curse. <laughs> I don't know. You know, yeah, yeah. A, a thousand uh, thousand percent. Yeah. So uh, Ewayne kicks Kay's ass really quickly and delivers a horse to Arthur. And Arthur is like, wow, you're amazing. Who are you? And right away, uh, Ewayne says, it is I, I am Ewayne. And everybody's happy, right? Uh, the, uh, Ewayne goes and he, with permission with Arthur now, Arthur's having a party, everybody's having a party, everybody's having a good time. And Ewayne marries the lady and propels himself to be the champion for the lady in her kingdom, right? Because he's also a king's son, Urian's son, right? Okay. So he's royal, you know, um, she's royal. Everything's royal. Everything's great. Then uh, Sir Gowan uh, says, hey, man, we got to go do some tournaments. Right. Because uh, that's, that's good right. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And and tournaments aren't what, you know, what, what I thought they were. They're a lot more uh, uh, just free. It's a lot more anarchy and a lot less um, uh, uh, scenes from Game of Thrones. Yeah. It is absolutely like the whole medieval times thing, which is what most people think of. Um, sure. There was a section where there was jousting like that. Like that's not contested, but that wasn't a good tournament. You know, like the, the main event was this like sprawling melee where they just set like weird boundaries and it would be like, you know, not it's not even like paintball. It's like, go shoot guys, yeah, but don't yeah. kill them. You know, like you can capture them for money and that's way cooler. Yeah, and then yeah, if I they mean, don't I'm pay, they stay with you and they just live with you. How would you do that? It's like a purge. It's like they it's, just have a purge period. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah, go nuts. And uh, if you got close enough, there'd be like civilians shooting arrows at you and stuff. You know, like <laughs> it was just insane. It was a wild place. And people wouldn't go past the save points. You know, like they went into the castle. You're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> you know, I guess we can't do anything yeah, about sure. it. Yeah. So wild. Um, so Mary's at uh, goes tournamenting, uh, before he went tournamenting too, the lady offered him a ring that would give him protection. Right. And she says, I will give you this ring and you're allowed to go, but you got to return by a certain time. And if you don't, 
then our marriage is old. You know, I will forever uh, hold this against you, right? So okay. uh, Ewain goes, and he's really successful in all these tournaments, beats a bunch of people, really cool guy. <coughs> but um, in all his turning, he forgets all about the date that he promised to return. Uh, mm. Yeah, bad yeah, man. Happens to uh, the best of us, sure. And so with that, his his chivalry is is shattered. And if you remember, he goes crazy. Sure. Gets Which is naked. what happens when it, when 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 your chivalry, when you're slightly unchivalry. Well, that's kind of it's kind of a dick move to to just leave, yeah, leave your lady hanging for what I imagine to be months and months on end, like uh, yeah, again, it's it's hard to grasp any concept of time here. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think the idea is he misses it by a while. It's not like he was like, sure. you know, three a days day late. late. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you know. Um, so uh, he goes crazy, gets naked in the woods, gives up all of his things. He robs a guy's bow and arrows, and he lives like a wild man for some lady for some time, if you recall. I, even like, okay, uh, you know, I I uh <laughs> I support it. He, he needed, <laughs> he, he's dealing with the breakup. He wanted to go through a minimalist uh, experience. I fucking get it, man. Be a van lifer, you know, live that van life. Absolutely. Uh, and then there's, uh, so then to kind of wrap things up and move it into where we're at now, these maidens come over and give him an ointment that restores him and takes away his craziness, kind of restores his sanity and it does work. And then um, he owes them a favor. Uh, they uh, tell him that they remember that he was a very noble knight and that he should continue doing his thing. Right. So then uh, they give him some fresh digs. Uh, they get him some armor. They get him a weapon. Right. And he's out wandering in the forest when he hears a terrible noise. And do you remember what that noise was, Jan? You know, I don't. Okay. So this is literally, I think, the line where I left off on. Um, And I might have changed it again when I was uh, rewriting it, but so or modernizing it. So then uh, Gowan came to where the noise was. Or sorry, that's Ewain. My bad. I got to fix that one. (laughs) Then Ewain came to where the noise was and became aware of a dragon that was attacking a lion. That, uh, that's right. That's right. That's incredible. Incredible. Um, uh, just that, that's the, uh, that's the scene I've been waiting for. This, this is what I've been, uh, and to, to have it spiced up with a random lion in there, <laughs> which still pretty weird that those are just hanging out in uh, 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 England, but you know what? Oh, yeah. So are dragons, and those uh, aren't real, to the best of our knowledge. Um, yeah. yeah. Fucking A, man. Let's get this uh, shit started. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I also like how a bunch of maidens had anti-insane serum. <laughs> yeah. Like, they gave him, like, anti-LSD, like, just this will, like, if they were, like, quaaludes or something. This will calm you down, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know, antidepressants of the medieval ages. I really yeah, don't know. Yeah. yeah. But there you have it. Uh, then he went, or, uh, the lion was hanging onto the dragon's tail and the dragon cast fire on him. The lion had little might against that dragon that he was fighting. Yeah. No shit. No, no <laughs> shit. Um, uh, yeah. I'm gonna, uh-huh. 
Yeah, oh, a dragon's really owning a, a lion? The hell you say? <laughs> then Sir Wayne made himself ready to help the lion. He put his shield in front of his face, held tight in his fist so that the dragon's fire could kiss it. The shield, right? He struck the dragon in the, the chayo, which is uh, the jowl. Okay, okay. So hard that the sword came out at the navel. Wow, what an angle that. Oh, wow. I wonder if like the dragon was in a weird angle where that like where it just kind of got shish kebobbed or if he like came at it from an upper. Yeah. Also, just the visual of pushing like that's such a classic, you know, uh, 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 dragon fight move that I I'm glad in. Even in uh, uh, medieval literature, they were like, you know, it'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> you had, like you're shield up and you were like pushing the tour to drag. Yeah. I, also, yeah. There, uh, I would have figured at this time, a lion would also kind of be a beast, right? But I guess they, you know, he's seeing it as like, a, a, a noble enough to fight for it, right? Like noble enough to be like, well, at least that thing has hair. It's not just a fire breathing. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to be an interesting uh, uh, thing. Think of uh, the symbolism, the importance of symbolism of a lion in uh, medieval England. Oh, God, this is going to get Lion Witch in the wardrobe, isn't it? The lion's Jesus, isn't it? It's Jesus. <laughs> well, everything is still Jesus, right? Sure. Uh, yep. But... There was, you may remember this king, uh, King Richard I of England, mm -hmm. also known as Richard. The Lionhearted. The yep. Lionheart. Uh-huh. Okay. And so I think that that's where they're going. And I think I remember reading notes about this at some point that okay. pointed in that direction where it's like, hey, um, the, the lion is very uh, symbolic to sure. England. And so that's why this seems like, um, you know, uh, which you correctly point out, this would seem like a wild animal, which you would subdue. This knight subdues all sorts of, he's yeah, killed exactly. a bunch of shit right. already. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. He, he didn't seem the sort outside of horses to really give a goddamn, right? But uh, yeah. yeah. All right. He's, he's risking his life for this lion. He's doing some rad, uh, uh, like stereotypical fucking <laughs> dragon fight moves. And then he just, yeah, jowls it, um, gets yeah. it straight through the jowl. Straight through the jowl and into the uh, the navel. Then it says, all asunder, he struck, and I love this, the throat to ball. So that like uh, the throat ball, which is your larynx. Okay. Sure, sure. That from the body went the jowl. The lion was still hanging on to the tail of the dragon, taking bites of it. Okay. So tough dragon, uh, tough, yeah. tough lion, rather. Tough yeah. lion, tough. Um, yeah, that dragon sounds very dead. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly, it's still okay until Surrey Wayne struck the tail of the dragon in two, and the dragon heave then fell from there. Okay. Sure. So great. It's a real messed up head and then the tail's the final move it's like probably trying to crawl away it's uh uh, uh that part in uh, uh skyrim when you know you've gotten the dragon on the ground and it's like uh starting to struggle yeah yeah right. so Ewain thought now that the dragon's dead right there's still that lion right <laughs> that's the thing God. yeah if the lion attacks me i shall be ready to have a battle but the lion would not fight 
great fawning he made to the night. Down to the ground, the lion set itself. His forefeet he held all aloft and thanked the knight all he could, even though he could not speak with his mouth. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is a, I mean, we have dragons. We got like giants. We got, but no, this, this lion cannot talk. That's fucking weird. That's <laughs> you know? fucking weird. It's also, what a, what a silly way to communicate that. What a silly, like, the, the words they chose there are, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. The uh, great, great. So he he's got a mutual respect with this lion. Sure. Yeah, and and, and again, it's got to be one of those symbolic things where they're oh, like, oh, the, yeah, he senses the nobleness of helping your brother out in need or whatever. You know that yeah. kind of bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. It's a beautiful it's, creature, and it needs yeah, great. Yeah. Continues so well, the lion paid homage to him that he laid low and licked Ewain's feet. When Sir Ewain saw that sight, he took pity on the beast, and on his way forth, he began to ride, and the lion followed by his side. Bitching. Okay, so is he great? Uh, he's about to get a lion familiar friend guy. Bitching. Yes, that's exactly where we're headed. Yeah, I'm not oh, going to try to sugarcoat it. Yeah, this. yeah, he's becoming oh. Beastmaster, dog. Yeah, you know, like fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a um, God. I forget the name of the show, but they they've got the attack um, uh, polar bears. The polar bears. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the uh, his dark uh, uh, materials. His dark know. materials. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Uh, bitching. Great. I can't wait for this uh, lion to uh, inexplicably vanish from the story as many things and characters have. But right now, this is fucking rad. What are uh, you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm still wondering, does this guy still have the ring? It hasn't even been mentioned oh, again. It hasn't even mentioned it. Also, where's uh, 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 Gwen? right? Where's uh, uh, Gowan? Where? All right. Uh, I will have an answer of that for you, actually, okay. in this one. I'm not going to tell you, but you'll see. In the forest all that day, the lion meekly followed always and never for good or bad would be part from Surrey Wayne. Thus, in the forest as they were, the lion hungered very sorely. Once he had a beast sent, he would wait until Ewain made a signal, and then he would go and get his prey. His nature demanded it truthfully. For his lord, he would not leave without permission. From his lord, the lion took a path that was the distance of one arrow's flight, which is an interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, uh, uh, I measure things in weird ways too. Uh, that's a pretty cool way to, like, you know, about how far how far you shoot an arrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> and soon he met a barren doe. Okay, and I had to look this up because I love fucking animal shit in medieval. Uh, uh, you know, poetry, whatever. Sure. So, so is a deer, a right? Uh -huh. deer. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is, and the idea is that it's barren, right? So, meaning it's never um, given child, right? Okay. Um, How? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Oof. okay I went. I went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> How are you going to even keep track of that? It's 2022. And I, I don't think we'd easily be able to keep track of that shit. So I, again, rabbit hole. I was on a hunting website. Okay. That was talking about white tailed deer. 
Okay. Uh, and this is deep because it was the, I think it was titled do bear and doe even exist. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and if hunters are asking that today, I'm with you. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing here guys? <laughs> I should not be spending this much time on it, but I must, because, uh, I thought it was interesting. So a uh, person said that they saw a, uh, they had shot a deer that had very incredibly small nipples, um, no milk bags didn't show any sign of lactation or anything like that that would suggest that it had child. So they're thinking that maybe they still uh, procreate, you know, they have sex, but they don't, um, you know, they're sterile for maybe biological reasons or whatever damage to uh, internal reproductive system. So, however, what I think this is aiming for is that it's a pure animal, right? It's like virginal. Okay, cool. So we're, (laughs) we're even, wow. I, yep. Wowee. I never go ahead. Yeah. That's a thought I haven't like jogged around my brain before is not only not only like looking at the human experience and putting all sorts of weird moral bullshit on top of uh uh uh, uh sex, but then to look at animals um, to look at uh, deers that are just hanging out and go oh that one looks like a tramp all right <laughs> that one's mm, no but that that deer over there that one's virginal i just cool cool guys um where's this going <laughs> you know what's funny is nowhere <laughs> okay yeah so yeah so uh we have this baron yep go taste better like what why keep track of that i don't know other than uh, vampires when it comes to deer yeah i think it's that that whole thing i honestly think it deals with like that it's virginal and pure and and that's that's important to them you know like uh, the idea that something is sexless bees were thought to be sexless for instance you know for a long time so they were considered uh, you'd see them in a lot of manuscripts because they were like you know they just were gods i don't know ejaculate for i don't know how to yeah it's fucking weird dog <laughs> it's weird shit. strange yeah. yeah uh so we have this baron doe and the lion soon full slays her he soon bit her throat in two and drank the blood while it was hot that doe he then cast across his neck as if it were a millisec which is a sack of meal or flour then he bore it unto his lord, and Sir Owain observed that it was nearly night and that he could ride no further. A lodging of boughs he soon made, and having both flint and a fire iron, he soon struck a fire with these and dry moss and many a bow. So sticks. So, and I think it's cool that the lion retrieves him his dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. No, again, he's um, uh, it's wow status. He has like a familiar he can send off. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. He's hunter class, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the lion has undone the doe at this point, which I think just means put it on the ground, but maybe he's like opened it up. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, sure. Sir Wayne made a full spit and roasted some of the doe for their supper. The lion laid down, as you shall hear here, and did not come near the meat until his master had eaten enough. Ewain lacked there both salt and bread, and he also lacked white wine and red wine. <laughs> what an alcoholic. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> That he lacked both. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Damn it. Uh, no rosé then, for sure. Uh, but with... You know, you could cover both by just saying lacked wine. No. Right? You don't need to go into the... I mean, if, if 
Yeah, you don't need to go into the specifics. It's fine. Um, right. I will say the English have a thing with red and white <laughs> that goes back pretty far. So, cool. Yep. Yeah. And it's uh, symbolic. Actually, we'll see it uh, in another text that we'll do called the Tower of Vortiger, okay. uh, that the colors red and white matter for some things that I'll leave ambiguous. So here, uh, again, he's missing uh, salt and bread and white wine and red wine. And with the things they did have, though, he and his lion made themselves glad. The lion hungered, as you can be certain, and full fast he ate the raw flesh and bones. Sir Wayne, in that same lodging, placed himself upon his shield. All night, the lion paced around to keep his master and his steed safe. Thus, the lion and the knight stayed there for a fortnight. Okay, so. okay great. So it's um, great. Uh, uh, he's got a familiar that isn't sleeping, it seems. The lion doesn't need a... Great. Um, fine, sure. Uh, and they've just arbitrarily... I mean, he really is living van life, right? He, they, he was just arbitrarily walking in a direction. Nightfall came. Then they just decided, this is good. <laughs> right here. We could just hang out. You know what we... Uh, right here right here is good for what two weeks that's a fortnight two weeks yep. mm -hmm. yeah, yeah so yeah they and yes you nailed all of it uh except that he didn't walk he has his horse okay sure sure yeah he is a knight <laughs> that's important i guess i wonder what the relationship between the horse and the uh lion is right <laughs> i wonder uh, i wonder what that uh uh yeah that, that that's got to prompt some weird looks uh that's cautious cautious is a word that comes to mind yeah <laughs> So on a day, this is like moving forward is a, it's, it's become the medieval way to say uh, we're skipping time here on a day. So it befell that Sir Wayne came unto the well. He saw the chapel and the thorn and said, alas, that he was born. And when he looked on the stone, he fell in swooning once again. And as he fell, his sword out shook, which means fell here, right? The pommel stuck into the earth and the point stuck into his throat. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa. <What? laughs> yeah. Well, near he made a sorry note, is what it says, uh, uh, which would be more like, well, near he made a, a sorry nota. Uh, he was almost a sorry piece of work, according to our editor. Um, so he almost like kills himself, right? Through his armors, the sword it uh, had pierced and cut a little into his neck. And when the lion saw his blood, he roared as though he had gone insane. He made such a hideous roar that he may have frightened very many people. That's the way it, it's phrased. I go, wow. Um, may have frightened very many. If they were there, they would have been damn near shook. Um, wow. Okay. So he, he made it back to the well. Yeah, he stumbles okay. upon it apparently. So, like, he's just okay. walking and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> so, was he even looking for the well? Like, no, it, it just not seemed, at all. Okay. And he just arbitrarily shows up at his ex wife's house. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, but, and, and, and then was like so relieved that he. Not relieved. I think he's. Uh... And, and whatever the opposite of relieved is so troubled yeah okay so sure he's 
full of emotion. Okay. And he falls to his knees. And in so doing, his sword pops out of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Flips upside down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he, like, uh, wow. Just, Sticks into the ground with oh, the yeah. handle, handle first. I mean, God just don't want him alive, right? Like, there, there, uh, yeah. All right. All right. Oh, you'll see this. Uh, so, so uh, the lion made that roar, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the lion full well, uh, full well thought that his master had died. So God advised me. And so that's a narrator telling us that this okay. is all true, right? It was a full great pity to hear what sorrow the lion made in this manner. I promise you that he leaped up devoutly and took the sword between his feet and set it up by a stone. There he would have slain himself, certainly. But right in that instance rose Sir Ewain. And I can't, I just okay. picture, this is like a cartoon. Doc. Okay, I'm going to need that one more time. Also, did the, did the did the guy get a name? Did the lion get a name? Fuck no, not yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it was a full grade. Let me see. I promise you that he leaped up devoutly. This is a lion. Okay. The lion leaped up devoutly, took the sword between his feet. Sure. Set it up by a stone. And there he would have slain himself. So the lion was going to kill itself. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So like <laughs> suicide pacting it yeah. with, with a, a, yeah. Okay. Crazy. I want to I see a lion pick up a sword from, that's stuck in the earth that hard enough to stop a grown man's fall and cut through his armor and bite into his neck a bit. Are and, we sure? Uh, the lion isn't just a dude in a lion costume. <laughs> it's Are gotta be. Sure? Uh, yeah, because that's a, it's a feat. It's a hell of a feat. Yeah. As soon as the lion saw, uh, so Ewain rises before this happens. Okay. So, uh, and as soon as the lion saw Ewain stand, he eagerly licked Ewain's foot and hand. Sir Ewain said repeatedly, Alas, of all men, hard is my grace. My lemon, and I love that term, that's sweetheart or lover, set me a certain day to return, and I broke that promise. So, way lo way, which is like a woe is me. Yeah. Ewain continues, alas, how grievous for me, he's really an emo bitch here, that I must see this chapel and this well and her fair thorn and her rich stone. My good days are now all gone. My joy is done and now entirely, and I am not worthy to be seen. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, someone didn't show up to his anniversary dinner and now he's blaming the world. That's right. Um, all right. All right. He says out loud, I saw this wild beast was very eager for my love and was ready to kill himself for my death. How did he see that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, you know, uh, sorry. Well, I yeah. imagine the process of a lion picking up a sword becoming like slightly anthropomorphic and like picking up a sword and setting i'm pretty sure even bleeding out on the ground i would notice that i'd be like that's a okay that's fair crazy thing to be happening uh i like that yeah then should i certainly buy more right slay myself for such a creature that i have for my folly lost alas and curse the day that i was born so he says you know uh, the lion would have killed itself for me why haven't I killed myself for my lady? 
Yeah, it's good. It's good to judge yourself. Have the same standards for yourself that you do for your pet lion. Exactly. Right. That's feels like probably some South African drug lords, like <laughs> actual you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motto. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as Sir Ewain made his moan, his lament, in the chapel there was one who heard all this morning through a crevice of the wall, and soon it said with simple cheer. So again, I don't know how this person's hearing it. I thought they were in the middle of a field with something, I but they apparently were in a this. Field. No, so no, we just no, we just yeah, cut into. No. Okay, great. No, and, and the text is horrible with this. I had to read this like ten times to make sure I wasn't missing shit. I wasn't sure. missing shit. This sure. is like a just shittily shot movie, you know, yeah. like all of a sudden there's a wall that we just didn't see. It was out of frame the whole time, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. So anyway, the voice, there's a voice that says, uh, what are you that mourns here? And I love that. This is actually metal. I think he says uh, a man replied to Wayne, at least some time ago I was. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's uh, um, I I can see it, right? Uh, um, there's like some rain hitting him. He's uh, uh, yeah, he's got that like begrudging look. No, some some time ago I was. Yeah, I, I love it. I <laughs> yeah, love it. I thought that was metal. Yeah, so uh, he he says then, what are you? Tell me, or I go forth. I am. It said the sorriest creature that ever lived in either day or night. So emo fight, dude, who's more yeah, emo? No kidding. <laughs> guys, 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 there's a lot to live for. Um, uh, uh, there's been a lot of people saying they're the most foul thing. Isn't that what um, uh, one of the, the ogre or the, the, the uh, Charles, uh, what? Yeah, he had said he's the most foul thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, or 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 uh, Gwen said or Gowan said. I think he was described as it, uh, okay. but they, yeah, everything is just very superlative, right? Like uh, sure. it's the most the always, most, um, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Whatever. If they're happy, it's like the most happy they've ever been. If they're sad, it's like the most sad they've ever been. You know, it's so peaks and valleys and nothing in between. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that's pretty much um, what uh, what that voice says. Sorriest creature ever in day or, or night. And uh, Ewain says, no, by St. Martin, there is no sorry equal to mine, nor any creature so homeless as myself. I was a man. Now I am nothing. In the past, I was a noble knight and a man of great might. I had many knights and plenty of great riches. I had full control over a domain and I lost it all in my folly. My greatest sorry, as you shall hear, is that I lost a lady who was to me the most dear. The other voice said, alas, alas, mine is a far sorrier case. To mourn, I must bear my judgment as my foes will devise. Alas, said Ewain. There's a lot of alassing here in this section. Yeah, and, and they are just, they're trying to one up each other with divorce stories. <laughs> it's like, Oh no, but my lawyer got me for you know <laughs> that extra 45k at the well, she got the house. Um, uh, great, <laughs> what yeah, pretty much, yeah. So, uh, alas, said Ewain, what is the reason? And it responded, That shall you hear, sir, if you will listen. I was a maiden of great pride with a lady here nearby. 
Men accuse me of treason and they put me here in prison. I have no man to defend me. Feminism alert. Therefore, tomorrow I will be burned. So, okay. yeah, actually, and I was listening to a book um, that I'll plug a little bit later um, that was on Audible, uh, which has been a great way for me, super busy dude right now to listen to some stuff. Um, but they have a ton of medieval books, and I was really happy to to listen to a couple of them. But anyway, um, women were actually lawyers in the medieval ages for their husbands oftentimes. Um, oh. And so especially if they were well-to-do and were literate and stuff, um, which kind of, you know, is a thing you don't hear a lot. So yeah, anyway. That's, um, surprising. I, uh, considering most women were kind of viewed as property at this time. Um, uh, yeah. There's definitely that. They did not have a lot of rights. I'll tell you that just in general, they could not own things. And we're talking about centuries, right? So it would do this, you know, it's like a roller coaster kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like sure. sometimes you would get certain privileges in certain areas that you wouldn't get in others, but it, it would be insane to claim that they had, um, you know, equality in those ages. Um, mm -hmm. Though there are moments and instances where they move towards that in a, kind of what seems like a really progressive way. Um, so anyway, which is kind of an interesting aside. So yeah. um, she says, tomorrow I will be burned. Ewain said, what if you get a knight who will be willing to fight your foes? And that's like a trial by combat kind of thing. Okay, sure, yeah, sure. So, LeBron. Yeah, yeah that, that, that stacks, uh, you know, and tracks as, especially as people would have thought about laws back then, um, in terms of the way that audience would have romanticized the past. Oh, okay. okay. So I don't know if there's like, actually you could fight your way out of situations, but the audience thought that in the past you could, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of meta, but. Yeah, sure, sure. But that that's an interesting view on yeah, how how the, uh, their nostalgia was I remember the day and age where you could just kill your way out of your problems. Remember <laughs> those days? Oh god, how I wish we could just kill our way out of our problems. Um, <laughs> that's a great way to think about it cuz that is 100% I think what's what what's happening here. Um so she continues and says, sir, in this land, there are only two knights that would help to recover me. One is gone. I know not where the other is dwelling with the king and does not know of my misfortune. One of them is called Sir Gowan. <gasps> and the other is Sir Ewain. <gasps> and he's actually there. Yeah. Okay. Okay, the story, the title is starting to come together. We are four episodes deep. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. so remember how she mentioned Surrey Wayne, right? And, and she's talking to Surrey Wayne, right? Yes. And then she says, because of him, I shall be put to death tomorrow morning, right in the same place. He is King Urien's son. Whoa. So it's his fault. Right. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so we'll see. He, he's got a reason to be a big sad boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but maybe. Well, we'll see. Right. So uh, he says my favorite way to say indeed or certainly is parfait. Ewain said, I have seen him. I am he. And for my guilt, I will ensure that your blood is not spilt. You are lunette. If I can discern who helped me in my great dread. I would have been dead if it were not for you. Therefore, 
tell me between us how they accuse you of treason to slay you and for what reason. So um, here, uh, if you remember, Lunette is the one that uh, helped him by uh, when his horse was cut in half. She's okay. the one that pulled him out and gave him the That's invisible right. ring. And she just kind of faded. Right. Yeah. Yep. She's kind of like uh, ducked in as she was with the maidens with the ointment. She was involved somehow, but I forget exactly how I got to go back through. But yeah, because it is convoluted as shit, dog. So yeah, uh, uh, every every page. Yes. All right. Yeah. But a reoccurring character, which is rare. So I'm loving this. Um, uh, she's back. Yeah, she's back. Right. And she actually has a name, which is <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. This story. Uh, if you got a name. Stuff. Yeah. That means you're important. So good for you. Uh, Lunette says, sir, they say that my lady loved me most especially and was furious with me after the counsel that I gave her. Therefore, they sentenced me to death. So the counsel that she gave her was to marry Ewain, remember? Yeah. So yeah, it's because yeah. things went south that now uh, the lady is uh, sentencing her to death. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So she's actually the edgiest edge lord of them all. She I guess. Yeah. Actually, the most depressed. Okay. Right. Yeah. The widow right. was pissed. Right. So sure. yeah, she's the vengeful ex. I guess. I don't know. So the steward says that I have done great treason upon my lady. His two brothers say it also, and I I wish that they had said it falsely. Soon I answered foolishly, for a fool's bolt is soon shot, which is an interesting proverb. I don't know. Yeah. A fool's bolt is soon shot. I guess, you know, if you give an idiot a crossbow and he shoots it in like three seconds. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, what's yeah. this do? Thunk. Thunk. So, yeah. I said that I should find a knight who should fight for my rights and fight with all three of them in a battle. So it's going to be like a melee, like a three on one. Okay. Then they granted me 40 days of respite to find a champion. I went to the king's court and I found Whoa, no I'm so 40 yeah. fucking days. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. You could just leave. <laughs> like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking? You that's more than a month. Yeah. That is more than you could just go. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah you could. Uh -huh. Yeah. What? Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, but she she does not, right? So yeah, she so, so it seems it seems like just leaving. Um what's I mean yet? That that's she did leave and she comes back. That's the funny part. Her, just, yeah, go. Yeah, just leave. Ah, uh, no, but I, I interrupted my yeah. No, it's cool. I went to the king's court and I found no comfort nor solace from neither knight, knave, or swain. So nobody's helping her out, which seems very unlike King Arthur's court, right? I thought anyway. Uh, so. the, the chance to kill, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it contradicts some things that were said earlier and later on the story, but okay, we'll go with it. Sure. Then Ewain said, Where was Sir Gowan? He has always been true and loyal, and he has never failed any damsel. And she said, in court, he was not seen for a knight had led away the, the queen and the king was therefore very angry. So this is a really interesting footnote that I think you'll like here. Um, it's uh, an allusion to uh, Chrétien, uh, Troy de, uh, de Chrétien, uh, Lancelot story, which uh, that poet was presumably composing simultaneously. Although the English poet might not have known it, in the French poem, a strange knight enters Arthur's household and demands to take the queen back to his land where he has imprisoned Arthur's people. If a knight will follow the queen and bring her back, the people will be freed. Kay sets out and then Gawain, uh, Gawain, although it is Lancelot who will ultimately return 
uh, Queen um, uh, Guinevere to Carleon in Wales, right? Chrétien, uh, perhaps uh, advertising, gives quite a few details. The English poet omits them. So uh, there's some story stealing happening here. Okay. Yeah. Huh. There's something huh. being written at the same time that is being leaked, right? As like cool. trailers and stuff about um, how Guinevere gets uh, led away by night, right? And it's like super saucy and kind of racy. Okay, okay. I mean, how rare paper was and everything. Maybe he was just like, "Ah, I'll just borrow a few pages here and no one will know the difference. Yeah, you know, um, paper is still super rare, uh, but there is a lot of copying happening. So what'll happen is um, people will borrow books and they will copy them. Okay, sure. And sometimes they're good copies and sometimes they're bad copies too, right? Um, but there's a lot of just like straight up theft happening in terms of literary ideas because yeah, gonna, literally- probably not even laws against it. You can there's just nothing. not yep. yeah. So, and literally like, you'd be like, hey, can I borrow your book? I want to read it. And they're like, yeah, but don't copy it. And you're like, yeah, man, bro, I wouldn't do that. And then you go home and you copy it, you know, like so. And now, and 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 here's the interesting part: you technically wrote that book, right? You copied it word for word. You wrote it. Oh so yeah. Now you get to say, "I wrote a book." <laughs> it's a hundred percent true. And yeah. people would write the parts that they wanted. They would change parts. You know, some of them were copied a hundred percent correctly. But that's literally, you know, um, was people of means or literate people who were able to steal from each other. So. Yeah. You know, sure. um, at this point, students are a big thing. So like there's people who are educated and they're held to do whatever they want, pretty much, you know, like um, it, it's really interesting. That was that was in one of the texts that I was uh, listening to, um, but talking about just what education was like in that day and time. It's, it's just wild west, dude. You did whatever you wanted. I can imagine. Sure. Yeah. sure. So getting back to our story here, though, Gawain is gone. Uh, Sir, Sir Gowan followed after. Uh, 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 after him, uh, which is Arthur, and did not return home certainly until he brought and would not return home until uh, he brought the queen home again. Now that you have heard this, God advise me. Uh, God advise me. Now you know why I shall be dead tomorrow. Ewain said, "As I am a true knight, I shall be ready to fight tomorrow morning with all three of them. Lemon for your love. At my might, I shall not fail. But if during the battle any man asks for my name," In all ways, make sure to conceal the truth. Do not say my name to any man. Lunette said, sir, truthfully, no. I pray to great God almighty that they will not have victory since you will end my mourning. I will take the grace that God has sent me. Sir Ewain said, I promise that I will end your mourning with my might. Through the grace of God in Trinity, I shall avenge you against, uh, against them all three. Then he rode into the woods and his lion went with him. See, they remembered the lion this time. Yeah, sure. They remember the lion. Okay, okay. And I think he's going to need that lion if he's going up against three dudes. He is uh, going up, yeah. Uh, I, I am... God, she, can you uh, uh, just go through that one more time for me? Sorry. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she says, uh, let me go back to... Let me go back to Gowan, right? Uh, so Owain asks, where was Sir Gowan? He has always been true and loyal and has never failed any damsel. 
Uh, and she says, in court, he was not seen for a night. I led away the queen, and the king was therefore very angry. Right. So Sir Gawain followed after him, and he did not return home, certainly until, and he would not return home, certainly until he brought the queen home again. Now you have heard, God so help me, why I shall be dead tomorrow. Ewain then says, as I am a true knight, I shall be ready to fight tomorrow morning with all three of them. Lemon for your love. At my might, I shall not fail. But if during the battle, any man asks for my name, and always make sure to conceal the truth. Do not say my name to any man. So, so, so what's that about? What's happening there? I think is he did. She yeah. like a, is she a Beetlejuice? <laughs> is, what's, yeah. Ewain is telling her not to say his name. Oh, okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, so he just doesn't want to be identified yeah and i think it's because he's still ashamed of the the whole like leaving the whatever yeah yeah so that's him yeah little confusing part yeah so yeah uh lunette then says sir truthfully no i pray to great god almighty that uh they will not have victory since you will end my suffering i will take the grace that god has sent me sir ewain then says i promise that i will end your morning with my might through sure. the grace of God fight, and fight yep. my way to your solution. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. Through the grace of God and Trinity, I shall avenge you against them. All three. Then he rode into the woods and his lion went with him. Now we're all caught up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. He had ridden, but a little while and he found a full fair castle. <laughs> you know, there it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, I missed it coming in. <laughs> Bam, there it is. That's Great. what I don't get. And I'm not sure. It says, but a little while. Which yeah, but a little while. To me, it's like the camera panned over and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah kind of. And Sir Wayne truthfully took the way into the castle. I'm sure. Yep. When he came to the castle gate, he found four porters. And porters are people who carry shit. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Sure. They soon let down the drawbridge, but then they all fled away because of the lion. <laughs> um, a good reaction. Solid <laughs> reaction. To a like, oh, shit. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. They said, sir, without doubt, we applied you to leave the beast outside. Ewain responded, sirs, I have been blessed. My lion and I shall not part. I love him as well, I assure you, as myself and any equal. We shall go forward together, or else we shall go away. Okay. I you know what? Mad mad respect. I, I really dig that. That's yeah, you're 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 making your stand for your animal friend. Love it. Yeah. I, I love it too. I mean, in my version of this, he would perpetually be eating the porters in the background, you know, like this, <laughs> whenever Gow or E. Wayne was distracted for a in second. My <laughs> of this, he ditches the horse. <laughs> and rides. What are we doing here? You ride the lion. Oh, that's way cooler. <laughs> that is pretty badass. I'm with you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, soon he met with the Lord and full gladly. The Lord greeted him with plenty of knights and squires and fair ladies and maidens free, but they had sorrow in their hearts. Okay. He was led unto a chamber unarmed and he was dressed in clothes that were gay and dira. So nice and costly. Right. Okay. But oftentimes they changed. They, the people changed their cheer, their demeanor, like the way they look. 
Sometimes he saw that they all wept much like a waterfall. They made hmm. such mourning and such moans that no one ever saw anything greater. So this is like the greatest moans ever. Because sure. uh, again, it's it, always. <laughs> also, the, uh, there's been a lot of dressing, I feel. Yes. I feel like a lot of people have been dressed in this. Yeah. Yeah. Which is baller. Honestly, if you go to a place sure. and you're so cool that they're just like, hey, we got like fresh digs for you, man. Let's dress you right now. I That's kind of a move, right? I think it would be more like when there's a bathroom attendant. Like, I don't okay. like okay, I don't okay. like the bathroom attendant. Like there, there's so much. Yeah. The politics of my bathroom experience should not be dictated on whether or not I should tip this guy because I wasn't expecting an interaction here. I thought I was just going to, you know, wash my hands. And now there's a whole like if I do you tip the porters? Do you tip the people <laughs> doing, you know, like what? Oh, yeah. God damn it. And and what if one of them fucks up? What if one of them like, you oh, know, in this age, you beat the shit out of them. <laughs> That's I, the answer. Now I'd imagine. They, they, yeah. They, they, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. You just literally take out your whooping stick and you just beat the shit out of them. Dude. Yeah. I don't know. Um, nice ones didn't do that. And that was about it. Right. Like uh, people did tip. Um, and it does remind me of a segue of a gentleman's club in uh, Arkansas that I was at where I probably spent like $15 because uh, I was drinking nothing but Mexican beer and, uh, you know, uh, had to go to the restroom a bunch of times. And there was a restroom attendant and some people were not tipping him and they did not even wash their hands. They just ran out of the restroom like fucking I'm just which is kind of the grossest, weirdest way. to oh, handle. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Not, not, not great. Um, yeah. But he but was aggressive, too. Because sure. he was like, you, I am not work. I am not paid by this place. I run only on tips. And I was See, like, then why are you here? <laughs> like, and, and and again, I and and man props get you earn your money however you can. But I personally do not. I I don't need that experience in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, it's a weird. It's always weird. Yeah. And if you're a really good one, uh, I, you know, I, I give a dollar every time because uh, I can do that and uh, it's fine. But, you know, like I can get my own fucking paper towels. I don't know what I'm doing here. I do, You know, I really don't. Yeah. Do you want an award, Mr. I, uh, big Tipper over here? Big tips? I don't a, a dollar. A dollar is big tips, dude. Like, I'm not going to give more than that. There's no way. Mm. Uh, all right okay i, I just okay. think you're flexing i think you're. is this flexing. like the right horses now. thing jan <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> all right my grudge with horses is singular and unique. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's go back to the story here sir ewayne was full of great wonder at the joy and sorrow that they made sir ewayne said if it be your will, I would like to know why you make such good morning. This joy, the Lord said, that we make now, sir, is all because you're here. And, sir, we also make this sorrow for the deeds that shall be done tomorrow. So it's like two things going on. One, they're happy because he's there, but they're sad because of the deeds that are happening tomorrow. So they're so happy that they're uh, the happiest they've ever been. Yeah. That's ever been. Ever. Off of some dude showing up. And they're also the saddest Saddest they've ever been. Yeah. They cry like a waterfall. Sure. Intermittently. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's really a pretty big gambit of emotion, but yeah. Um, cool. So it is, what's happening tomorrow? It is literally drama embodied. You know, uh, it is the smiling face and the sad face on the same face. Um, what do you think is happening tomorrow? What do you, why do you think they're sad? Is it is it is it the tournament? Are they going to kill? No, because he just came from from hmm. Lunette, right? Who's yeah, going to die yeah. tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay, so they are. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna kill Lunette. That's what you would think. <laughs> yeah, well, that that would that would be that would tie everything these, together nicely. That would be one of these modern stories. This isn't this. This one's a little hipper. So hit me with it. Uh, some arbitrary. Uh, there's a wedding happening. Um, uh, a giant dwells here nearby. <laughs> That's a. <laughs> <laughs> the second giant of the story yep. and, okay great great and what is that giant doing tomorrow a giant dwells here nearby that is a devil of much pride his name is harpens of mountain mm. okay okay uh, yeah. uh, as far i i haven't met many giants but that's that's cool yeah and because of him we live in much pain he has robbed and pillaged my lands and has left me nothing except for this castle and by God that dwells in heaven, I had six sons who were night, and I saw in person two of them be slain by him. And tomorrow the other four will also be slain as he has them in his prison. And sir, for no other reason does this giant do this except that I refused his offer to marry my daughter, the fairest creature alive. For this reason, he was wonderoth, which means super pissed, and deeply he has sworn his oath that he shall win and that the lads of his kitchen and even his worst foot knave will have the will of that woman, meaning his daughter, unless tomorrow I might uh, find a knight that will dare to fight him. And uh, if you're thinking that he's going to have the lowest ranking people that he knows rape his daughter, you're correct. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the threat. Wow. Yeah. The giant's like, Fuck you. I have your sons. I killed two of them. I took four of them prisoner and uh, I'm going to uh, come back, take your daughter or kill everybody and take your daughter anyway and have the lowest of the lowest person that I know. Fuck your daughter. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. The story kind of turns. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that, 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 that's getting biblically dark. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> I was going to make a, a funny little quib at the fact that, you know, he, he laments, uh, 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 the father laments that, you know, I was just left with this castle, which is, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that you, you were left with a pretty, you, you, you didn't do too bad in that, but then that, that, that's a pretty big, uh, uh, shift, but I mean, he's the villain. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah that's, I, it's villain speech. It's not great, but that's that's some villain speech. Also, who does the ogre know? The ogre sounding a lot more cultured, or the giant is sounding a lot more cultured than I would figure a giant to be. Like he has a prison. Did yep. he build it? Wow. Yeah, he's got like followers and stuff. You're gonna see. Um, but oh, okay. giant is a contentious term. Um, often it might refer to a different race of people or to people from the past, like Roman type people. So okay. um, because, uh, you know, they were like the giants of the world. They had empires. They had machines and things that 
um, people of uh, early England wouldn't have seen, but we're talking about like way early, like, you know, 300. So way before any of this was written down. So it's people just kind of like expounding um, on these ideas, but uh, the term giant itself is, is a term of contention. I have to really dig into it to um, uh, get some more info. And I haven't heard any experts uh, aside from when I was in grad school, kind of talk about it explicitly. Sure. Um, so I would love to do some research on that or pick some people's brains um, on who the giants are, you know, um, the, the Nephilim are referred yeah, to in yeah, the Bible. Yeah. 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 So um, that's a thing, but that's also a point of contention, you know, like, and may refer to the same kind of thing. So the I, Bible I, contentious. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so anyway, um, back here to this poor Lord who has lost his, uh, sure. you know, six I mean, sons. Not, uh, yeah. He's lost his daughter. His yeah. He still has a castle. He has a castle. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, his daughter is facing potential abduction and rape. So it's not looking good, right? No, it's not. It's not looking good. And he says, I have no knight who can go. So is it any wonder that I have woe? Sir Ewain listened carefully. And when the Lord had told him all the details, he said, Sir, it is a great marvel to me that you never sought any counsel, meaning help, right? From the king's house that is close by. So Arthur's is down the street. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. What the fuck is happening here? So anyway, for certainly in all this wide world, there's no man of so great might, no giant, no champion, nor knight who has as many knights as Arthur who would gladly meet with any foe on which they can demonstrate their skills. Right. So he's saying like, there's, you know, like Carleon is right down the street. And it's fucking right. awesome. There, there's a bunch of dudes there that are badasses. Like, go ask one of them, right? Sure. And the Lord said, Sir, so God mend me. Unto the court, the king's court, I sent a man to seek my master, Sir Gawain, because he would not leave because of love nor dread if he had known about my need. You see, his sister is my wife. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. First of all, the... This country is about the size of a living room. Yeah. Like everyone seems to be, uh, yeah, related to everyone. Uh, um, cool. Great. Um, so great. Continue. Yes. And he loves her as he loves life. So apparently Gowan uh, uh, loves his sister. But a knight this other day told us that the queen was led away and Sir Gawain went to seek her and he has not come back yet. So there they do kind of like reference back that that story, right? Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. So, okay, that makes sense. Then Sir Gawain sighed sorely and said unto the knights right there, Sir, he said, for Gawain's sake, this battle I will undertake to fight with the giant. We will make a covenant and arrange a time so that we may fight by prime. And now... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's just a cool, that's a cool, uh, cool way to say that we will fight by prime. Yeah. Uh, so I had to look this up because I was, because of what happens next. Right. So prime is the first division of the day. Because uh, remember, he still has to go try to save Lynette from getting burned at the stake. Right. Sure. So what's the last division of the day. Oh, that's a great question. I have no idea. I got to do some research. Yeah. It, the first division of the day is six to 9 a.m. 
wow wowie wow 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 uh uh, they just arbitrarily play okay great sure fuck man there ain't nobody got casios like what you want yeah how how are they even determining all right sure so so dawn to eh dawn to whenever you start waking up enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad way. I mean, they did. They were metering out sunlight at this point. I got to look up water clocks were kind of a thing. Um, so, you know, and churches and their cycles, they had like rigorous what they call matins, um, which is like uh, times of the day where you had prayers. And okay, stuff. Sure. So that's where like church bells would ring. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you would say, uh, depending on the region and whatever, a little prayer or whatever. Remember, it's kind of, uh, you know, um, uh, the Muslim faith still does this, right? Yeah, like sure. six times a day, they got some prayers and stuff. So uh, back then, the Catholics used to do it too, right? So yeah, nice. that was that. And um, probably, no, actually, I bet it mattered for, you know, once it started, I bet it mattered for a lot of civilization, you know? So Yeah, and hey, uh, if you're going to do the thing, do the thing, right? I like the fact that they've got a, they've got a whole routine. Great. Yeah, yeah. So by prime, he wants to be done. I may attend no longer for than that, for I have another deed that must be done tomorrow morning before noon. The night side sorely. So they have noon. Okay. Yeah. And they they don't have some fucking cutesy name for it. They don't have like some arbitrary. uh, uh, Oh, it's Winkle Dawn. No, it's just noon. Yeah. It was written in this text, N O N E, which would have been close enough. It would have been like a none or uh, which. You know, is very easy to turn into noon. You know, noona, uh, noona. You know, so noon, uh, real easy. The knight sighed sorely and said uh, unto him, "Sir, may God reward your goodwill." And the knight there is uh, the lord of the castle. Okay, so he's happy. Okay. He's like, "Oh my gosh, you're going to help us. That's awesome." Sure. And all that were in the hall fell on their knees before Sir Ewain. Then there came a bird, right? Which okay. bird? Bird means lady. Bird means lady. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm just getting like, yeah, I'm getting uh, 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 England in the early 60s vibe. I'm getting a Freudian. Yeah. I also I, look, everyone's so dramatic in this story. <laughs> like people are just, it, it's like dealing with just uh, uh, people who have, it's like dealing with community college actors. Everyone's just going way too big, way too big. They're just selling it too hard. Yes. Um, Let's see here. Then came a bird, a lady that was full bright, the fairest that a man may see in sight. Her mother came with her together, and they both mourned and made ill cheer, so they're sad. The knight, this lord of the castle, right, not Ewain, said, Lo, truly, God has sent us a good sucker that this knight will grant us to fight with the giant. On knees they fell down before Ewain's feet and thanked him with sweet words. Sir Ewain said, God forbid that the sister of Sir Gawain or any other of his blood should in this way kneel before me. He took them both up together and prayed them to be full of cheer. He continued, praise to God that I may put vengeance on your foe. And that he comes at the time of day so that I may go my way to another deed. For certainly I am also needed elsewhere. Oh, sir. Yep. (laughs) Side quest. Side quest. Yeah, sure. Sure. (laughs) 
That's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna log this one, uh, check it on the map, and yeah, I've got a few things to get take care of over yeah. there. No problem. Yeah, I'll totally take care of this for you. EXP man, you can't turn down the EXP, so no. yeah, you need the, them levels. Uh, certainly, I would not betray my promise to win this king's realm. His thoughts were on the damsel that he had left in the chapel. So Lunette, he's thinking about Lunette, and he's like, I can't fucking fuck around too much. They said, he, Sir Ewain, is of great renown, for with him dwells the lion. Okay, great. Yep. And I was going to ask about our uh, little homie, and uh, he seems to still be there. Great. Yeah, yeah. They're still writing him in, so that's good. Uh, fully well comforted were they all, both in Bower and also in the hall. Full glad were they of their guest. And when it was time to go to rest, the lady brought him to his bed. And for the lion, she was full of dread. No man. Yep. <laughs> I just, so, some of the swings here are, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, is it getting saucy again? Or like, I think this was what women did in those days is they kind of just made saucy? sure. I, 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 I think. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. You can read it, however. But also it was like if you were the hostess, you were in charge of making sure people had blankets, the, the things, you know, they like manage the staff. Kind sure, of, sure, sure. More than the king did. That's for sure. You know, uh, like yeah. the king got shit done, you know, and he had his people to do that. But when it came to like, you know, do you need blankets or bath or do you need food or whatever? I think that fell more on the queen and her people. OK, you know, sure. and so for VIPs, she would probably take them in. You know, it's kind of like if you went to the, the White House and you weren't there to you, you were there to be greeted. You might be like East Wing guest. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's parallels, I feel like, still that are kept up for tradition. But anyway, um, they're all silly. No man dared draw to his chamber near for they were all in fear. Soon at morn, when it was day, though, the lady and the fair maiden went to Ewain's chamber to open the door. And that one's weird to me. I don't know. Is the door like locked from the outside? Like, I don't... Yeah, I yeah, yeah. But people go well, and well, open other people's doors and it's like, the fuck you doing? I'll come out when I'm ready to. Yeah, uh, maybe there's like, yeah, maybe there's maybe it's sex. Breakfast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A breakfast he has to catch. Maybe the door is really hard to open. It's one yeah. of those like. You got to hit it in the right way. Um, oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And it's Gawain's sister, though. And I feel like that's his homies. So I don't know. You know, I, know. I go either way on this. Um, Sir Ewain went to the church before he did any other deed. He heard the service of the day and soon to the night. He began to say to the night, the Lord, right? Uh, sure. Sir, he said, now I, uh, must I go? I dare not stay any longer here because I'm obliged to go to another place. So he's like running out of time. Yeah, uh, right? which, he's is, gotta... which is kind of his thing, right? He is, uh, uh, he, I feel like he, this is problematic behavior. He's doing this to himself, right? He is, uh, uh, seems to always be dicking. Did you have to go to that service? Did you? Um, you could have gone and, you know, completed your dang quest, but. <sighs> yeah. Then had the knight, the Lord, much care. He said, Sir, dwell a little while longer for love of Gowan that you know. Help us now before you go. I shall give you half of my land with town and tower if you help us in this tower or battle. Yeah, I just wanted to okay. keep the rhyme. <laughs> half of, uh, great. That's that's a bounty. That's huge, huge. Yeah, so, which is, 
Interesting because he said earlier that the giant had torn apart all of his lands except for that castle. So yes, uh, I think uh, he's lying. Sure, <laughs> uh, I would imagine half that castle is a part of it. Oh, okay, maybe that's the way to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, I'm like I just thought it was shitty writing, but <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean a little bit of column A, a little <laughs> bit of column B, you know. Sir Wayne said, nay, God forbid that I should take any reward. Oh, you uh, <laughs> what a heart of gold on this one. Heart of gold. I mean, take the loot. You take the loot. That's right. Then there was great grief. So God make me glad to see the sorrow that they made. Sir Wayne had great pity of them. He thought his heart might break in three. For in great dread, he began to think about the maiden in the chapel. So he's kind of like, what, what a specific great three? <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I guess I've never really analyzed bro- broke my heart in two, but that at least, like, that's giving you a mental idea. Like, three is such a specific. Yeah, because you got two hands, so it's like if they break it in two, it's like a ripping, right? Like yeah, sure, we do that sure. all the time with all sorts of things, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. breaking in three, I don't, you know, yeah, it's really weird. Other than it deals with the Trinity, so but it's like a real casual thing. That's like they a don't, yeah, stretch, yo. That's uh, yeah. But all right, all right, um, great. For certain, if she were, <laughs> I love this phrase done to dead <laughs> so like done to dead <laughs> sure. yeah. killed yeah he knew of no other plan to take other than to slay himself or go crazy again in the forest so if lunette dies he's gonna you know have to kill himself because he's had that revelation with the lion or um he's gonna go back into the forest and be oh don't crazy. worry he'll drop his sword in the weirdest way or he'll go back to fucking being a crazy but he seemed to be doing better than that <laughs> honestly he got a lion yeah, buddy he, 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 he found he, a better version of himself he had a hermit that would bake him bread if you remember yeah like, <laughs> I, I, I'm saying. He, he had a thing going um, he would occasionally exchange deer skins for the bread that was that was his thing that people that's like subsistence subsistence hunting in Alaska. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so anyway, right at that instant, there came a groom, a lad and said that the giant was coming. OK, uh, 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 look out, saw the giant. Oh, great. Good. Yeah. Let's, let's get this moving along. <laughs> he said he brings your sons with him almost as naked as when they were born. And with wretched rags were they dressed and tightly secured, and thus were they led. The giant was both large and long, and he bore a lever of iron, full and strong. And a lever uh, here means like a giant steel, like pole, is what it says. But I'm imagining like a lever that you use for something, you know, like this flat, just iron bar that's just okay, like, so yeah, it's just oh, yeah. Not like a club. Yeah, totally. That's made of iron, right? Love it. Great. And uh, which he used to beat his prisoners bitterly. It was a great pity to hear them cry. They had nothing of which to hide behind. A dwarg, which is dwarf. Oh, went- <laughs> no, it, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know whether to say little person. I sure, struggled but on we, this. Yeah. The I editor put dwarf. Mind, the editor put mind. dwarf. It's Shuffleton's fault. Yeah. 
I guess but in my mind, it's more d and Yes, I think that's right? what it's meant. Yeah. Okay, I fucking love it. I didn't know. I guess I didn't know that in the fucking 1700s, uh, um, there this was is like fucking, 1500s, Doc. Oh man, I guess I didn't know <laughs> that in the 1500s there were so many nerds. What a <laughs> bunch of fucking D nerds! Oh I no, I lied. This is like early 1300s, <laughs> dude. Uh, uh, early yeah. 1300s. Uh, you feel me? You feel me there? Bunch of nerds. Oh yeah. Um, so so. <laughs> um, yeah maybe marching. even late 1200s is what some people are saying over here so yeah uh yeah but yeah so he's this giant is marching goo, goo, and he has a giant pole uh uh like like lead pipe oh my god um, it might be 1100s actually <laughs> sorry yeah that's old no, as shit sorry yeah um, so yeah he's got a lead pipe and he's marching give me the visual he's got, continue he's got the 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 captors the sons of the knight or the lord mm-hmm. and they're they're like wearing uh, uh i'm seeing them in pretty saucy uh, um, uh like like tattered clothes yep. they only have their uh, b- but their most private parts covered and he's occasionally like whacking them and there with him is a dnd like full bearded uh, one of the fuckers from the Hobbit, like d- a dwarf. I, I, d- in my mind, he's armor clad with an axe. But oh, he doesn't have an axe. I can. He bore a scourge with ten cords that he used to beat the gentleman as if he were mad. So okay, a scourge, both- the whip thing with ten fucking whips on it, right? Man, they're both just hammering down on. The- so you. What a they're they're master blastering. Yep. He has yep. yeah, he's a, a wow. Okay, the eleven hundred master blaster is marching up to this uh fucking castle. Loving this. All right, all right. After each stroke of the dwarf's uh, scourge burst out blood. And when they were at the walls, he cried loudly that the men might hear. If you will have your sons in health, deliver me that damsel. I shall give her as a gift to one of the foulest Kisterun, which is a scullion, uh, which is, uh, I had to look this up because I, I, I mean, scullion is, I know it's like an insulting term, right? Sure. But it, it turns out it's a servant who is assigned the most menial kitchen tasks. Okay. Okay. Uh, being a little classist here. But oh my God. Medieval. Fine. Yeah. That's medieval society in a nutshell. Um, I shall give her as a gift to one of the foulest scullions that ever yet has eaten any bread. Uh, cool. Uh, again, all of this is uh, problematic, not cool, but he is the bad guy. So great. We uh, keep, keep throwing it out there. And then they make it sure. Cause earlier it was kind of like, I, I'm giving it to her. Right. And even here, right. I, I shall give her as a gift to one of the palace yeah. kids. Here. But then here it says he shall have her maidenhood. Okay. So yeah, it's really just straight good. up. Yeah, really drilling down. So really that making sure he yeah, can yeah, fuck yeah. the shit out of her, right? Yeah. Like he's going to rape the fuck out of her. Great. And then Great. it says, then shall none other lie her except lousy naked harlots. I mean, naked's usually a part of it, um, but you know. Ah. Okay, so lousy. Do you know where that term comes from? 
Uh, Yeah, I shall enlighten thee, my friend, because I uh, did some digging because I suspected with that term. I'm like, lousy probably doesn't mean the same thing as it means. You know, like lousy just means it sucks. So lousy uh, in the etymology comes from uh, the uh, original term louse, which is lice. Okay, so like a bug infested. Uh Uh-huh. Lice filled naked harlots, whores. Okay. Because there's no like lice, uh, you know, there is lice cures. I was listening to um, Life in a Medieval Village, which is a great book on Audible. <laughs> and I forget the author right now. Um, it's two, it's like a, a husband and wife, I think, or a brother and sister. Um, and they um, said that there's actually quite a few treatments for lice and ticks and fleas and that a lot, a su- surprising amount of time was spent in medieval life taking care of that shit. I, I could imagine. Sure. Right. Doesn't that make uh, sense? Yeah. Like, honestly, and they had like solutions, like things would work. Oh, but they I, would come I back. Guarantee, you know? I guarantee yeah. you, if uh, you drop me in the uh, 1100s, uh, first of all, kill me. Um, uh, but if you drop <laughs> me in the 1100s uh, and I somehow decided I had the will to live, <laughs> I'd figure it out. I'd fucking, I'd, I'd, I'd prop. If I got lice, I'd be like, okay, well, there's got to be a way, right? Like there's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and there's the, the necessity yeah. would facilitate the desire to change the situation. So sure. Yeah. And we have a, a bunch of cures that survive in tech. So there were things that were popular and that people wanted to know, right? Like, uh, uh, but yeah, there's, uh, yeah, anyway. So I thought that was really interesting. So I was like, wow, I, I just thought people scratch all the time. I mean, initially, right? But when you think about it, it makes total sense. Like, of course, people are going to be worrying about that for ages, right? Like, that's a real problem that happens all the time, right? Oh, yes. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So when the Lord heard their words, uh, he became crazy. So the, the Lord is hearing this from the giant, right? And the dwarf guy. Um, the dwarf guy who was uh, yelling this, and I like the master blaster thing. That's a perfect yeah. visual. Uh, when the Lord heard their words, he became crazy from woe and became fearful. Sir Ewain, then who was courteous, said quickly to the Lord, this giant is fully ferocious and bold and his words are fully cruel. I shall deliver her, Gawain's sister, of his power or else be dead within a short while. For certainly... It were a misadventure that so gentle a creature should end up with such a foul fate being defouled by a thrall, which means slave, right? So he's like, you know, she she won't end up this way. I'm going to do the best I can. Uh, if I can't, I'll be dead soon anyway, so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. So, yeah, great. Uh, yeah. Really filling us with confidence there, bud. <laughs> um, just, just, yeah, everyone's right on point. All right. Soon, Surrey Wayne was armed. The ladies became fully joyous. They helped to lace him in his weta, which is the armor. Weta. Again, he's just getting. The... Uh huh. Yep. That's where he forms like Voltron, dog. You know? Yeah. I really like uh, 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 describing people getting dressed in this era. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's because the outfits, uh, like appearance, really mattered in the Middle Ages. I mean, really matter. It matters now. But I would argue, actually, it mattered more then. And they had um, more people to dress up people. Maybe it's the same. I don't know. You know, like you you, you work in, um, you know, uh, cinema and that kind of stuff. People get dressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 
So, and there's some outfits that are probably like bonkers expensive and, you know, um, and, and that stories are only being written about uh, rich, fancy people. So, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And armor in this day is just, you know, it's a multi-person thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, and it's very complex, right? Like, uh, um, e- e- even at its base, uh, you know, uh, being historically accurate, uh, if you can go back to 11th century, at least, there's things like chain mail and they got an undershirt and they got other things that they're putting on. They got certain plates that they're, they're stringing on and they're kind of like individually done. So we don't have the full plate mail that doesn't exist until like almost cannons are a thing um, like, and used regularly in battle cannons actually go way back. So maybe that's a bad example. It's not that hard to shove a bunch of uh, niter into a big uh, metal tube. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, what do you call it? Uh, it? You need mining. Mining becomes a thing kind of around the middle Middle Ages too. That's one of the the big um, what do you call it uh, technological breakthroughs okay. is the mining of different materials. And sure. um, as soon as they are able to get just in general like uh, explosive compounds, right, um, and, and produce them regularly and refine them, that um, everything kind of changes really quickly. You know, um, so anyway, so Sir Ewain is armed and soon he leaps upon his steed. They prayed to God that God may grant him grace to slay that foul giant. The draw bridges were let down and he rode forth with his lion. Full many sorry morning men did he leave in the castle then who on their knees prayed to the God of might for that gentle knight. God of might. Uh-huh. So yep. is it, are we going into pantheons or is it just like God's might? Oh, okay. Yeah. When God is on your side, you win. Okay. B- uh, and they're going to pray to God that he kills people. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's least, uh, that kills one giant. At um, least that. Yeah. I, I still think the whole story is a lot better if he's riding the lion. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 I like your version better. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag do not need no horses. Yep. Uh, do not need that horse. No. Yep. Horse. yep. So let's see here. Uh, Sir Ewain rode into the plane and the giant came at him. His lever, the giant's lever steel pole was fully great and long. And the giant himself was fully mighty and strong. He said, what devil made you so bold that you should come out from your hold? Whoever sent you here loved you very little, so God mend me. Of thee, he would be avenged gladly. So, you know, he's just talking mad shit. Bro, and and a pretty good villain speech. Like, oh, I'm yeah. Liking, yeah, I'm liking this giant's uh, uh, swagger. This is great. Um, I've totally forgotten about um, uh, Luna or... Um, yeah, Lunette, the, uh, yeah. Yeah, Lunette uh, has just faded from the story entirely. Great. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Ewain said, do your best. Damn. Damn. That's a pretty good. Yeah. All right. That's a pretty good comeback. <laughs> it's not bad. You know, honestly. Yeah. That's swagger right there, dog. Yeah. Like, all right. All the armor that the giant was in was nothing but that of a bullskin. Sir Ewain was at him quickly. He struck him in the middle of the breast. 
The spear in his hands was both good and stiff where it bit and outburst blood. So fast did Sir Ewain deliver the blow that the bullskin protected the giant not. The giant stumbled from the blow, but he aimed his own blow back at Sir Ewain and hit him on the shield so quickly that it was a marvel that the shield would hold. The lever that the giant used bent with the force of his strikes, and with great force, he continued his assault. This is great. Uh, 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 upper end action. We're getting we're getting some some blood. There's some gore effects. I'm great. Uh, carry on, my friend. Uh, 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 yeah. The giant was so strong and brave that in any other battle he would have ever taken any other weapon. Sir Ewain let the spear fall out of his hand and stroke about him with his brand. So he's busted out now. He's dropped his spear and he's got a sword in his hand. And the giant... And the sword's called a brand? Uh-huh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, okay. brand is, uh, you know, like... Uh, and that actually translates to, uh, like, a brand iron, like that kind of For thing. Sure. Yeah, sure. so it's like a piece of steel, right? Sure. Okay. So yeah, but it, it is known as a brand, and I swear sometimes in uh, like cowboy culture, your sidearm can be called a brand too. But I got to look that up. So something that kind of transcends uh, this whole genre, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the giant, who was great of strength, struck full quickly at him again. Until after a while, under the onslaught, Ewain slumped on his saddle bow, the pommel of the saddle. So he's getting beat up so much he's kind of like crumpling down onto the saddle right uh sir Ewain is then his lion perceived that his master's head hung down and the lion thought that his lord was hurt so to the giant the lion started okay great yep uh good good that that lion's earning its keep uh, yep. um uh, yeah the skin and flesh of the giant he tore down both from his halls to his cropon which is from okay. his neck to his buttocks. Okay. Uh, uh, halls to his cropon? Yeah, uh, cropon. It's C-R-O-P-O-U-N. Cropon. Arbitrary words yeah. for birds. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, halls? You, you don't call your neck halls anymore? No. Uh, not, <laughs> yeah. In fact, not once have I ever heard it. <laughs> yeah, um, H-A-L-S. I don't know how else to say um, that. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the... So the lion sees that uh, uh, our boy is getting um, uh, fucked up. And yeah. so it jumps into battle, uh, pops its like special. Yeah. And it's is ripping up. Yeah. He's like doing the, yeah, uh, uh, just claws out and just hammering down on that, that, that giant's back. Fucking mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, From his next to his butt, right? Um, and then it's, he, uh, rips down the flesh so far that his ribs might be seen there for all was bare to the bone might be seen uh, so yeah. like you no, can see his okay sure, sure yeah uh bitchin metal that's that's metal as fuck great yeah at the lion the giant aimed a blow but ever the lion leaps and dodges his strikes so that no blow may upon him alight so like the lion is just dodging all his shit dude, wow. which is just even better, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then Owain was recovering his strength to wreak vengeance if he could. It cost the giant dearly. Owain smote away his left cheek. 
<laughs> what that is either the most expertly aimed like shot because in my mind it's like a um uh, uh he he like hit him from the side like a um uh, uh like like cutting meat at a meat counter like you know uh at, at a deli where it just it's like a small <laughs> just yeah. like small bit of cheek that fella love it love it yeah but it also makes me think of like i'll say this like uh these people were in tune with like what sword combat was which was probably like not everything's like 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 you watch a, a world war ii movie or something right everybody's getting shot in center mass or they're getting shot in the head right Nobody yeah, sure. gets like that weird jaw shot where like half their teeth are shot out. You know, yeah, like you yeah. know, like no, yeah. you're hundred where they right. live, but like yeah. it sucks, you know, <laughs> like that. Ow, that sucks, dude. Or you get your ear blown off or something, you know, like where it's just like, oh my god, you're yeah, a you monster got, now. You, you just know, got but... hit with shrapnel, and yeah, half your like chest is now <laughs> like yeah, sure. Yeah, so. you know, you're not dead necessarily, but like oh, wow. You know, Still, so. a cheek shot with a sword, yeah, is a tough angle. That's <laughs> know, uh, yeah. yeah, you're missing a lot, like, yeah, tough angle. Then it continues his shoulder, also, he cut off that both his lever and his hand fell down low upon the land. So he finally gets oh. that arm shot, the the sure. you know, sure. anime kind of ching and cuts the dude's. <laughs> Uh, shoulder off shoulder essentially, off, yeah, which is uh, once again a weird angle, a tough angle, but, <laughs> yeah, but more effective than the cheek. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, finally, with a fine stroke to him, he started and smote that giant upon the heart. Then there was none other tale to tell, but quickly the giant fell into the earth as if it had been a heavy tree. Then, okay. <laughs> yeah. so what he does his wind up little heart shot, yeah. you know, Zelda style, yeah, a link but style. Also, but what, what falls really hard? <laughs> heavy tree, right? Yep. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I don't know about 1100s, I'd have to dig into that. Uh, 1100s, they might be building with stone, um, in England, but uh, like all King Arthur stories are kind of bullshit because they never had stone. Like huh. they didn't build structures and stone. They had like long houses, like okay. everything was wooden structures. You know, um, it was uh, far better to do. And like I said, mining wasn't really a thing for some people. The Greeks had mining down, hmm. but uh, then they kind of lost it for a little sure. bit. Knowledge, and then uh, knowledge kind of uh, is gained and lost in the era without the internet. Exactly. And uh, in England, it just didn't catch on until later when, um, you know, they they began to uh, get other cultures in there. It became more cosmopolitan. Right. Uh, yeah. So let's see. He falls. Then my uh, men in the castle be seen with great mirth on every side. The gates were cast open wide. The Lord ran unto Surrey Wayne and behind him followed many a joyful man. Also, the lady ran full quickly and her uh, daughter was not the last. I may not tell you about the joy that they had and the four brothers were fully glad for they were brought out of their evil fate. The Lord begged Sir Ewain to stay and dwell and that he was also always welcome to come and dwell with them, especially now at some for some time. When Ewain had done his nightly obligations, he said, sir, that may I not do. I would, but I must go. 
Oh, can you uh, uh, say that again? Uh, the sure. Zoom cut out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Lord begged Surrey Wayne to stay and dwell, that he was always welcome to come and stay with them for some time. When Ewain had done his nightly obligations, he said, sir, that may I not do. I would, but I must go. Okay. He's, he's taking the, he's taking the, the, the cowboy marching into the sunset. Fucking a, it's been cool, but yeah, I'm not, uh, this, this isn't like a permanent thing. Um, <laughs> that's uh, great. Great. So everyone's super thankful. Uh, the dwarf has disappeared. Uh, yeah, he's gone dog yep yep um the there's evidently a whole bunch of like evil lice written porters that lost their boss mm-hmm. uh let's let's think about those guys right think about yeah. them yeah uh, the dwarf owns them now like great <laughs> <laughs> uh new villain um uh, he's gonna he's gonna take over kind of like boba fett um, <laughs> Great, uh, bitching. Uh, so he he's had a hell of a side quest upon side quest upon side quest, um, and his lion made it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. His lion was badass, dude. It really helped him out here, right? Yeah. Um, so all the people there were full of woe that he would not stay, but they were also joyous at how their fate had unraveled. The closest way then Ewain took until he came to the chapel. There he found a great fire, and the maiden, Lunette, with flesh white as lily, was bound fast in her smock to be cast into the fire. Unto himself he said in haste and prayed to God Almighty that he should, for his great might, save from shame that sweet creature. He said to himself, if they be many and in great shape, I shall not let up from my cowardice. For with me is both God and right, and they shall help me to fight. And my lion shall help me. So against those three that I must fight, we are four. And so if you do some math here, (laughs) Ewain is saying that if it's him, the lion, God, and justice, what's right, there's four people against the three actual men that he must kill. (laughs) So So he does. And and listen, that, that list starts off with the most important uh, how he has a lion. Right. So I actually would go ahead and say, no, it, uh, your odds are pretty good if you bring your fucking lion into the fight. Yeah, yeah honestly, you not got, bad. You got, you got a, a a good sidekick there. Is she? So she was about to be Temple of Doom. She's like, mm-hmm. she's like, in a there's a fire about to fall into a fire. Yeah, and so. I have mentioned before that uh, medieval uh, burning was quite common. I have recently heard some texts that uh, suggest that it was not common. So I, I think it's in between. I got to do some more digging, man, this, to see. Is this more nostalgia? Remember it might be more. Yes. Uh-huh. People? Yeah, sure. Great. Yes. I think that's exactly what it is, is that people from the uh, ele- late 1100s, early 1200s were like people used to get burned all the time. And um, the truth was there was maybe a burning or two or something like that. Um, but it wasn't as much of a trope as, as people suggest, um, you know, and it's the way we like to remember the past too, right? Like the people got burned all the time. There may have been more people burned in Salem than there were in you know the medieval times. Uh, so sure. interesting. Again, uh, a point of research for me, 
And uh, at some point when we do another uh, Saint Live story, I'll really dig into it because uh, there's always a fear of burning in Saint Live stories. So we'll mm. go there, and some of them do get burned. So yeah, I mean, anyway. I got a fear of burning too. So I yeah, make yeah. <laughs> Uh, Surrey Wayne rides forward and cries then hold I bid you false men it seems like that you are crazy who will spill this innocent person's blood you shall not do so if I may prevent it so he's busting this up right already his lion made himself ready naked he saw the maiden stand behind her were bound either hand then sighed Wayne and he could barely sit up on his horse there was no semblance between them that uh, had ever seen uh, been seen before. All about her might be seen men with full great sorrow and great pity of other ladies who were there and wept with full sorry cheer. So I, I think when it says naked, he saw the maiden sand. Um, I mean, earlier they had really specifically mentioned that she was in a smock. So it might yeah. be that she's in like her underclothes. Uh, it could be that the writer forgot about that and now decides that she's naked. I don't know. But sure, maybe she uh, maybe she was hot, lost the smock entirely. Um, hot lady. And, and she's going into the fire. She can be hotter. Is that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's a good pun, Jan. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to move on. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Lord, the other lady said, what is our guilt, our joy, our comfort that shall be spilt? Who shall now our errand say? Alas, who shall for now for us pray? While they spoke thus, Lunette was set on her knees before the priest to confess her sins and unto her he went quickly. So like the other ladies are like, hey, don't kill this lady, right? Like there's no reason she's one of us. We need her, right? Sure. And then so the, the priest goes up and he's uh, taking her final confession, right? Um, and then Ewain took her by the hand and made her rise. And okay. so Ewain's getting right in there. And he says, Lemon, where are they who accuse you? So he wants to know, like, who, who, who do I got to fuck up? Right. Yeah. She said, sir, they are yonder in that stead, biting until I am dead. They have judged me falsely. I pray to God he grants you a reward that you help me now in this hour of need. Then the steward, who was the one that Lunette said uh, that uh, Ewain would have to fight and his brothers, right, heard these words. And he hastens cruelly to her quickly. And he said, you lie, false woman, for thy treason you will be punished. She has betrayed her lady and sir, Ewain, so will she betray you quickly. And therefore, sir, by God's doom, God's judgment, my favorite uh, medieval uh, curse here. And it's still pretty sweet. (laughs) I advise you go right back where you came. You take fully feeble counsel if you choose to suffer death for her. So he's saying, like, how dare you try to stand up for this poor bitch? Right. Which, like, yeah. Um, Jesus, man. No one asked for your fucking opinion. Like, uh, coming in hot with a bunch of... Yeah. Yeah. And then to the steward, says he, Wayne, whoever is afraid here, I suggest you flee. And certainly... This day, I have already gotten much satisfaction, and I expect more. And yet, I will not fail. And to them, Ewain offered the battle. Sick. Sick. Yeah, that's sick. And that, my friend, is where we'll end this episode. Nice.
nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I, uh, it's a good cliffhanger. That's uh, that's solid. Um, uh, he's about to charge into battle with this lion. I honestly think he could just kind of hang back. That lion's going to be doing, um, Dude, a lion would work. fuck up people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Lion yeah, share is a brilliant part. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lion run on YouTube and it is just a terrifying force of nature and bitey, yep. like uh clawy. This one's like this one's like uh, uh, uh just smart enough to almost communicate. Right. Like, it, yeah, if it could dog, it, it contemplated suicide because it's right. Right. <laughs> like, it, it, it honestly can probably handle a sword better <laughs> than uh uh Ewain could because Ewain nearly killed himself by just <laughs> a smoldering accident. Um you know what I'm actually I'm actually proud of the storyteller because I thought the second the giant showed up we were just never going to meet Lunette again, right? Oh, like yeah, that entire, yeah. I thought that was all just going to fade into nothing. And we, it was just going to be like, and the next thing, you know, suddenly he had no shadow and he had to go <laughs> find his shadow or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Crazy left turn the story was going to take. But that that that's actually, yeah, this feels yeah. good. This feels, uh, yeah, like it's ramping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, on our next episode, we'll get a little further into the tale. We might be getting to the end, but I don't want to ruin it. Um, but sure. definitely continue listening to us on Spotify and iTunes. And definitely check out Marcel's podcast if you have a minute. Uh, drop us any information that you'd like to drop there. Contact us, drop us a little comment, whatever you want. And thanks so much for listening. Jan, anything else to take us out? No, uh, th thank you for listening to us. Uh, horses suck, lions rule. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>